Okay. Hello. Welcome back to another episode. Um, this is going to be coffee time too. Um, I'm making another coffee time. Um, I don't necessarily have coffee on me. This is a little bit of a depressing episode, I think. Um, we're going to be talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Um, I don't feel as if my take on it is very important or is very, should I say, I guess I, you shouldn't listen to all of what I'm saying and see it as truth. And I'm not an expert and I'm not someone who's trying to look at this from a specific point of view. All I see is that there is a 17-year-old kid that killed two people and injured someone else, I believe, and they're being put up for trial. And this is during a protest, a very violent one at that. And um, I found this video on DuckDuckGo. Um, it's from, I think, November... I'm not quite sure. I think it's November 23rd, 2020. So it's, um, or September 23rd, 2020, I think. So it's from last year. <clears throat> but this is the most concrete and best video I've seen about the situation. And as you can see right here, um, I'm going to play it with you. Um, thankfully, I've gotten a little bit better at recording and things are hopefully going to look a little higher quality. Things are going to be a little smoother. Um, I'm trying really hard. I before I get out of the way, I guess. Uh, before we go into this, I guess I'll talk about you know um, how things are going. Um, I'm gonna be getting um, some things here pretty soon. It really, really sucks that you hear all of this noise coming from my computer and uh, coming from you know the setup in general. It's my my room is not necessarily sound um, very sound friendly. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and do some things to that and make it to where there's very low noise and it's a very nice listening experience. And I'm sorry if, um, anybody has, is listening to a lot of the background noise and it keeps them from focusing or it keeps them, you know, it's unenjoyable to listen to. So I apologize for that, but, um, we will go ahead and get into the video right now. Um, this is a video from the New York Post, which is probably one of the most liberal uh, newspapers in the world. Um, so this is not necessarily from a point of view of a conservative, Democrat, Republican. This is just me. Um, I'm not a racist person by any means. I'm not somebody who tries to hurt people and, you know... I, I hate how racial tensions are so high, and what the the reason why I started this podcast that's partly because of it is because of all the things that are happening in the world, and people just need to be more reasonable, and people just need to look at things correctly, and just know that we're all basically the same thing. We're all the same thing. We're all one. All the plants, all the dirt, all everything. So it, it doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter either way what color we are, what gender we are, what anything. We're all one one thing. We all live on Earth, and we all need to take care of it. That's the bottom line. So 
I don't necessarily know. I think I think this was the protest for Jacob Blake, who was that one person who got shot and got killed by a police officer, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And from what I know, Kyle Rittenhouse was there to provide medical aid and medical attention. And we are going to see what it looks like now. Let me go ahead and do this really quick. That would be really... Oh. There we go. Oh, cool. Look at that. I could draw on it. Cool. Um, clear whiteboard. There we go. Awesome. So I have a little whiteboard. So we're going to be able to, you know, go through and everything. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. All right. So we will go ahead and start. Let me... I can probably make this a little bigger. Let me drag this down here. Yeah, it should be good. I'll just keep my ass out of the way. All right, let's go ahead and play this. Every decade or so, a legal matter arises that holds the power to negatively affect our lives for generations to come. Regardless of what side of the political spectrum you identify with, this is about you. There we go, that's a little better. By the way, I've seen this before. And th the crazy thing is that all this is real. All of what's going on After here is real. After two nights of violence, fires, and citywide vandalism, angry mobs gathered on night three to protest the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Adding to the volatility of the situation, many of the protesters were armed. This one got a gun on him. This one got a gun on him. This one got a gun on him. This one got guns on the rifles. To prevent the total destruction of their community, Good Samaritans united to guard local businesses. People are just like, see, that's Among the crazy them, thing. 17 year old Kyle Rittenhouse. So people are getting injured. Okay, so there's Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, shit. Okay, so let's go back here. So I just need to press the pause button. There we go. Over here. So this is him. Kyle Rittenhouse, age 17, worked as a lifeguard, uh, trained in advanced life support, volunteered hundreds of hours in service to his community. Seems like a pretty good kid. I don't know. Seems like a pretty good kid to me. Just look at him. He looks like a decent kid. He worked as a lifeguard. He trained in advanced life support, and he volunteered hundreds of hours in community service. I haven't even done that. I haven't. I haven't even done that. I haven't volunteered hundreds of hours like that. I've 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 volunteered decent number of hours, that's for sure, but not hundreds. Not hundreds, and I'm definitely not out there doing what this kid's doing. That's for sure. So 
our job is to protect this business, and part of my job is to also help people. If there's somebody hurt, I'm running into harm's way. That's why I have my rifle because I need to protect myself, obviously. But I also have my med kit. That, that was, when I first saw that, that's the thing, that's, that's the clip right there that sold me. That's the clip right there that sold me, that made him, that made me feel like, okay, he's not an evil person. Period. I, I, I don't care what people say. I don't really care what people say. I never knew him. I don't know who he is. But from the looks of that, and from the looks of what he was saying, and you'll see a lot of clips in here yelling medic and yelling, you know, if anybody needs any help, come over here. He said that a lot. <clears throat> and that's not really something I would do, that's for sure. But I can tell you right now that I don't know many bad people that would do that. So he's there providing medical attention to the people there. If anybody's wondering why he's there, um, it seems like he knew there was going to be a protest, um, and he went there to guard buildings and uh, guard businesses and just be, you know, keeping the peace, um, and he got caught up, so we'll watch it here. Earlier. There it is, right there. If you are, if you are, if you are injured, I am an EMT. Come to me. And and not to mention, if you didn't see right here, this is why I have the whiteboard. If you didn't see right here, he gave his gun away. He gave his gun to someone else. I'm somebody who shoots guns. And I can tell you right now that if I had ill intentions, I would never let anybody even lay a finger on my weapon. That's for damn sure. I wouldn't let anybody lay a finger on it. I wouldn't let anybody lay a finger on it. I wouldn't let anybody even touch it. I wouldn't let anybody near me if I had ill intentions. That's the thing. He could have easily just popped them. Done. If this would have gotten all out of hand. That's probably one of his buddies. Sure. But the thing is, is that he's handing off his weapon. He's just got a med kit saying that, hey, if anybody's here that's injured, I'm a medic, so I'll take care of you. I mean, I don't know. It... Here that day, Rittenhouse volunteered to remove graffiti from Ruther Central High School in Kenosha. I've never done that. I've never volunteered to go and remove graffiti from people's from from a high school. Sorry, I never have. In December 2018, Rittenhouse started a Facebook fundraiser for a nonprofit called Humanizing the Badge. In his own words, the mission is to forge stronger relationships between law enforcement officers and the communities they serve. Hmm. Pretty dope, huh? I mean, here's the thing. That's similar to what I'm doing. I started a podcast because I want to store. I want to have stronger communities, and I want to have better 
relationships between my family and friends and the people around me and I want other people to hear what I say and what other people say especially that's why I have those interviews I want other people (coughs) (coughs) keeping this unedited I want other people to notice what the other people are saying on the other side and say wow that was a really good thing that they just said and oh wow that's inspiring and oh that's so beautiful and I want people to understand that there is a better world and there can be a better world and I think that this kid was doing the same thing I mean he was out there trying to just protect people and out there just trying to do what he thinks is right granted one of the charges that he was fired uh um one of the charges that he was charged with was possession of a firearm of somebody under 18 and if you want to charge him of that that is completely fine that is completely fine that kid shouldn't even i'm sorry kyle but you shouldn't have even been there you shouldn't have even been there with a weapon if you wanted to go there and you wanted to provide medical attention and stuff and you wanted to be there to help people great on you good good on you but you shouldn't have came there with a weapon I'm sorry, you're 17 years old. You're 17 years old and it's illegal to have a firearm if you and especially have an AR in public under 18. It's illegal, it's not good. It can cause problems. It gun safety is very very important. And I want to have somebody on here um here pretty soon to talk about gun safety. I, I want to have a cop or I want to have a like a certified trainer on to talk about gun safety because I think gun safety is really, really important nowadays. Um, there's more guns in the United States more than there's there's more guns in the United States than ever, and the, there's more guns only being brought into the U.S. more and more by cartels, by you know black market people. Also, there's more guns being sold every single year, especially because of COVID, because of all the stuff that's happening. There's more guns being manufactured and there's more guns being made, or, or should I say, being sold. So. I think it's really important for especially my generation and the people growing up that are going to be moving out, that are going to be, um, you know, becoming adults and becoming, you know, responsible citizens that we need to know gun safety. If we're going to have and own a, a firearm, I think it's really important that you keep it unloaded, you keep it in a place that is stored away um, and it is safe, it's locked, kids can't get to it, nobody can get to it other than you. It's very important. Um, So, you know, on that regard, sorry, Kyle, but, um, you know, I I think what he was doing is good for right now. He asked his friends to donate to the organization for his 16th birthday. Donate to the Relapse Reason podcast. For my 20th birthday. Let's go. In the early hours of night three, Protesters and guards were in solidarity. It's kind of inflammatory. Look at these fucks. Tensions began to rise as protesters set a dumpster ablaze. Look at these fucks. Then began pushing it toward a gas station. A guard quickly extinguished the flames, angering fire starter Joseph Rosenbaum. Shoot me, All right, so this is one of the people that um, he shot. Joseph Rosenbaum, 
age 36, registered sex offender, convicted of sexual misconduct with a minor, and crimes against children. Holy fuck. Why is that guy there? And did you not just hear him just say the N-word like 30 times? This is madness. This is craziness. This is just craziness. Why are these people even doing this? You're going to a fucking gas station and lighting a dumpster on fire so you can blow up the gas station. It's a gas station. Gas station. And you know that. And you're going to blow it up. And people are going to get hurt and die. White people, black people, Hispanic people, Jamaican people, whatever. Those people are going to fucking die. Black lives matter. But those people are going to die. It's not worth it. It's not worth the other lives of other people to get your message across. Do something like this. I'm sitting in my room. I'm just sitting in my room. There's not much I can do. I'm not going to go out in the streets, and I'm not going to go start fires. I can, I can yell in the streets all I want. Go ahead and yell in the street. You want to go and yell in the street, that's perfectly fine. I had that idea, too. When it, when, it, when it came to, you know, when it comes to Edward Snowden and all the shit that he released, and it, it, it makes me want to just go out in the street and be like one of those freaking people from, you know, uh, whatever it's fucking called, and just ring a bell and just fucking go, the, the world is not what it seems, the world is not what it seems. I, I understand. I feel your pain, and I feel what you're trying to do. But people like Kyle Rittenhouse are there with a weapon and they are there protecting people and if you're gonna blow something up they're gonna get involved I'm sorry it is what it is and this guy's a fucking asshole Joseph Rosenbaum he's a fucking sex offender and you fuck kids Rosenbaum retaliated focusing his rage on a guard in a green t-shirt. By the way, I wanted to just point out... <coughs> God, Lord. They made this film... It's 11 minutes long. They made this film so perfectly in the sense that it almost captures exactly what happened at the exact moment in time that it happened. Like, they used clips from all of their body cams and all of people's phones and everything like that and they did interviews and it's perfect it looks like exactly what happened that's why i'm using this video even though it's a year old and there is a little bit newer footage of just a drone and i think there is drone footage included in here i'm not sure but um i, I don't remember but it's good footage Moments later, just down the street, Joseph Rosenbaum is seen starting more fires. Joseph Around that Rosenbaum same time, Kyle Rittenhouse is spotted running with a fire extinguisher. With his face concealed, Rosenbaum emerges, chasing after Rittenhouse. Okay. Oh, you got a gun, baby. Ooh. 
While exploring possible motives for the foot pursuit, it's worth noting that the target of Rosenbaum's first altercation was dressed similarly to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, so apparently this guy Joseph Rosenbaum got an altercation, got in an altercation with this guy right here, and apparently he thought it was Blueface Baby over here. So they both have large ass weapons. Look at him. He's got a he's got a sight on there. He's got a pretty long barrel. Looks like a 30 round clip. Nice stock. Same with this guy. He's got a nice clip. He's got a nice rail system here. Mask above the no below the nose, of course. Uh It's just a recipe for disaster all this stuff. Like as much as I commend, as much as I, sh I say I should commend the people that are going out there to help and the people going out there to, you know, make the world better. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't even fucking be there, almost. Like, it, there's dudes with big-ass ARs that are, like, Storming in there, protecting places. I wouldn't want to fucking get near. It's just crazy to me that people would even risk their lives over this shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, if, if you're wanting to be a martyr and die for the fact that black people should get the rights that everybody else has, go ahead. That's a great cause. But not when it comes to you're dying because you're starting a fire. If if there's if there's a guard that's like, all right, I need you to go and kill this black guy. And if you don't, we'll kill you. And it's like, okay, then I'll just die. That's a good cause. But if you're going and fighting for something like Black Lives Matter, where a lot of the people there don't even know why they're there, and they don't even really have an idea of what they're fighting for and a lot of them have even twisted views of what it is even uh, some of the people that were holding the rifles you gotta at least think one or two of them had some twisted views of the whole situation it's just a fucked thing I don't know why people are doing this <clears throat> a single gunshot is fired by a protester identified as Alexander Blaine mm-hmm Yeah. Notice how this is this is what I find really funny. So none of the people that were obviously the two people that died obviously can't get charged. But um, the people that were involved, like all the people that were involved, because there were a series of people going up trying to punch him. And then there were also people that, you know, were yelling at him and throwing shit at him and stuff like that right not and even the people that assaulted him like even the one other person that um lived from kyle um he didn't even get charged for what he did nobody got charged other than kyle the only person that got charged was kyle that's it nobody else i don't know why but yeah that's the thing in somehow some way there's a lifeguard that has spent hundreds of hours in community service that has advanced life support training 
and he's the one getting charged, but a Sin City Disciplines gang member, an amateur porn actor, and a child molester, and some other asshole didn't get charged. Or they're just not even being talked about. Wow. Despicable. From this angle, we see the muzzle flash of Blaine's handgun. Doing on the whiteboard. Seconds later, Kyle Rittenhouse is pinned between parked cars. Yeah, and I just want to understand something here. If you're hearing gunshots, if you're if you're like running away because someone is trying to attack you because you don't know why. Like like you don't know why someone's trying to attack you because that guy thought you were another dude and some guy is like trying to throw shit at you and trying to attack you. And then you hear a gunshot and you hear it and you hear it whiz past you or you hear it come near you and you're pinned between some guy trying to kill you and then an, another guy you think is trying to kill you. That's a fucked up situation for a 17 year old to be in. Let's rewind to analyze this pivotal moment frame by frame. Here we see Rittenhouse, Rosenbaum, and a reporter by the name of Richard McGinnis, who is filming the chase on his cell phone. Directly in front of Rittenhouse, armed with bats and other weapons, a mob is forming a barricade. That's wild. With no way out and no way to know who fired that shot, Rittenhouse turns to face Rosenbaum. Right before he turned around, I'm not sure if this was a reason why he turned around, but there was a gunshot, and that's actually visible on video. It's not clear whether or not that gunshot was fired into the air or towards Rittenhouse, but Rittenhouse did turn around immediately after that. And at yeah, that point, around. he went from running away to aiming his weapon at Rosenbaum, and I was actually directly behind Rosenbaum. So wow. I took one or two steps to my right, right as Rosenbaum was lunging for the barrel of the rifle. Kyle Rittenhouse fired four shots. Seconds later, three additional shots are fired by an unknown shooter. One bullet grazed Joseph Rosenbaum's head. Another penetrated his right groin, his left thigh, and his back. With a total of eight shots fired, it remains unclear that all four of Rosenbaum's wounds were caused by Rittenhouse. And look, As he's Richard not trying McGinnis to hurt began other people. To Rosenbaum, Rittenhouse returned to the scene and began placing a call for help. Okay, I want you to understand something right here. Right when he shot the guy, right when he shot one person, he shot one person. The two other people are not even in the picture yet. The two other people are not even in the picture yet, and he shot one person. Because that person was trying to fucking attack him and try to fucking kill him. Okay. He called for help right away after he did that. He didn't point his gun at anybody else. He put his gun immediately down. I, you, can, you can see. You can see there. He put his gun down afterwards, and he was just looking around to see if anybody was going to try to hurt him, but everybody was running away. <clears throat> Everybody's saying, As get him. As the mob begins calling for the attack of Rittenhouse, he is forced to flee the scene. I just shot somebody. I had to shoot him. He says, I just shot somebody. I had to shoot him. You shot him? I didn't. 
Did Kyle Rittenhouse have reason to believe his life was in danger? Dozens of US cities are in chaos. Millions of Americans have taken to the streets. 77-year-old David Dorn was shot to death as a pawn shop he was protecting was being looted. The voices See, of that's the thing. Some old guy died because of a pawn shop he was protecting. And he got killed because of it. Because some people that were, you know, they like to take advantage of situations. They like to go loot things because they're doing it for black rights. Or should I? Let me get it in the camera. Black rights. There we go. They just want a new TV. Protests are being hijacked by violent radical elements. One man was injured after attempting to protect a Kenosha mattress store before it eventually burned down overnight. Oh, I don't want No regard for human life. Period. That's the difference between the two sides. Rittenhouse is seen next, running towards the flashing lights of police vehicles. The armed mob is now chasing after him. There's an armed cranium mob chasing after a 17-year-old. Within this cranium context, the word cranium is street slang, which is a calling for someone to take Rittenhouse out with a headshot. Yep. Hey, what are you doing? You shot somebody? I want to I'm going to get the police. An unidentified protester strikes Rittenhouse in the head, knocking his hat off. Okay. Rittenhouse trips and falls to the ground. Another protester attempts to jump on Rittenhouse, who then fires two shots into the air. With blunt force, another protester strikes Rittenhouse in the back of the head with okay. the sharp edge of a skateboard, then reaches for the rifle. Rittenhouse fires a single shot, striking the man in the chest. Can't you just notice that all the people that are all being violent were violent already? Like, it's not like they're even trying to do this for anything. These people were just fucking violent already. I'm going to get the police. I'm going to get the police, running away from everybody, not shooting anybody, not pointing his gun at anybody, not saying, get the fuck out of the way, I'm going to shoot you, not, not doing any of that. As a armed mob is chasing after him while he's getting decked by a skateboard and decked by somebody in the head, like, come on now. Can you even really say that this is his fault? Like, what the fuck? A third yeah, protester. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to read this out for everybody listening. David Huber, age 26. This is a guy that attacked him with a skateboard. Convicted of domestic abuse, use of a dangerous weapon, battery, strangulation and suffocation, and second degree reckless, reckless endangerment. That is more fucking charges than I have entries for community service. That's all I have to say about that. Fucking violent people just want to do violent things. A third protester fakes as if he's surrendering, then suddenly advances with a handgun aimed at Rittenhouse. What the? F a single shot strikes the man's right bicep. Yeah, see, there was a fucking guy that pulled a gun on him. Possession of a firearm while intoxicated. 
this guy got fucking charged not too long ago or beforehand of possession of a firearm while intoxicated. Not that horrible, but just goes to show you more violent tendencies. While visiting him in the hospital, a friend of Grossgrutz posted the following photo and statement on social media. I just talked to Gage Grossgrutz too. His only regret was not killing the kid and hesitating to pull the gun before emptying the entire mag into him. Violent people. It's just violent people wanting to go and do violent things. Honestly and truly. Like, that's really what it is. That, that is so fucked. Like, should have killed the kid. Why? You don't even know why originally. You just know that dude shot a dude. If I saw a guy running down the street with an AR-15 and he said, I just shot somebody, or he said, I have to get the police, and you just see him running away and you hear everybody saying, he just shot someone, he just shot someone, I would run away. Not be like, hmm, maybe I need to take matters into my own domestic abuse hands and try and hurt the kid. You don't know why he shot somebody at that moment. You don't know what the story is. You don't know nothing. Go away. When a fourth protester raises his arms in surrender, Rittenhouse exhibits remarkable judgment by not firing his weapon. As Rittenhouse moves toward police, multiple gunshots explode behind him. It's a war zone. U.S. media was quick to label Kyle Rittenhouse as a far-right radical, a vigilante, a militia member, and a white supremacist. That's fucking wild. To date, no evidence has materialized to validate any such claim. Of course not. Rittenhouse attempts to turn himself in to the police. Look at him. But in the confusion, it was not clear that he was involved in the shootings and was ordered to move away. For his safety, Kyle even Rittenhouse turn himself left in. the area and peacefully surrendered the following day. So he was told to move out of the way. He, the only reason why he didn't turn himself in is because the cops told him not to turn himself in. First of all, he was literally holding his hands up, going into the cops, going towards like four fucking like gigantic police trucks, holding his hands up. That's hard. This guy's a hero. I'm sorry. This guy's... All the people who attacked him are fucked up. Less than 48 hours after the incident, without a proper investigation... It even happened. Kenosha County District Attorney Michael Gravely charged Rittenhouse with six crimes. First-degree reckless homicide for the death of Joseph Rosenbaum yeah, that may result in imprisonment for up to 60 years. First-degree reckless endangerment of Richard McGinnis that may result in imprisonment for up to 12 Richard years. Because Richard McGinnis saw a guy... First-degree... Because Richard McGinnis saw a guy with a gun trying to <clears throat> defend himself against another guy who was running at him. So McGinnis just starts running towards them. It sounds like first-degree reckless endangerment of yourself, motherfucker. That's what it sounds like. First degree reckless endangerment of that guy. Are you fucking kidding me right now? That guy ran towards the fire. 
The fucking death sentence, my ass. Intentional homicide of Anthony Huber that may result in imprisonment for life. Attempted first degree intentional homicide of Gage Grosskreutz that may result in imprisonment for up to 60 years. First degree reckless endangerment of an unknown male that may result in imprisonment for up to 12 years. And possession of a weapon by a person under 18, a misdemeanor. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's the, the only County thing Circuit I think you should be charged with. Signed That's a bail it. amount of $2 million. Kyle Rittenhouse, a lifeguard who risked his safety to protect his community and give first aid to wounded protesters, was the only one charged with a crime. Mm-hmm. Not one of his attackers faced a single charge. Yeah. A 17-year-old American citizen... Okay, now we're going to go into propaganda. It, uh, this is a little bit of a propaganda piece, maybe a little bit. But regardless, very, very well done. And I think it's honestly one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. That's why I started. That's why I wanted to do this episode is because I watched that video yesterday. As a matter of fact, I watched that video yesterday and I couldn't even find it on Google. I had to go to DuckDuckGo to find it. It was the first thing to pop up on DuckDuckGo. And it wasn't the first thing at all, even for pages on Google. I just want you to understand that the Ghislaine Maxwell or Ghislaine Maxwell, whatever her name is, her trial is in 10 days. Her trial is in 10 days. A woman who was at the right hand of one of the world's wealthiest and most powerful people who was in the pockets and the pants of some of the most wealthiest and most influential people on the planet. This is a fucking distraction. This is a distraction. Period. All the people that are in Congress and the House of Representatives and fucking Senate, ex-presidents, billionaires... Those people are the people that are at risk. The real people that should be at risk. Not some 17-year-old kid who, unbeknownst to him, <clears throat> walked into a literal fucking war zone. When he shouldn't have. It's despicable. But I just wanted to go through that, and I wanted people to see this. Because not everybody has the full story. Not everybody knows what's going on. Not everybody um, has the time to research it. And not even everybody has 38 minutes and 51 seconds to even look at a podcast. But the thing is, is that it's important. It's important to know what's going on. Because the media is blowing this completely up. And we get nothing but a sketch of Ghislaine Maxwell's previous trials we get nothing but a sketch and we get a full live stream hd 4k quality live stream of that kid's fucking trial to call him a white supremacist and call him a killer no Mm -mm. not in this america Have a good one, guys.